He gazed out across the river toward South Carolina and thought about his grandpa. Sullivan Ballard was his name. He was part engineer, part artist, who led his family through many dark days of poverty with the spirit of improvisation. There's that word again. This is Stories We Can Tell, and I'm Jim McGinnis. That was a lead into a piece I recently wrote about Savannah, and it contained much of my own grandfather and the character. It got me thinking about all the creative people around me. My grandfather was a very gifted man who was said to have been able to do just about anything. His creativity bloomed despite the hard times of the Great Depression. It seems that a select number of family members have inherited his gift, and through the generations, it has manifested itself in many different ways. I was born wanting to draw, my cousin said. And so it goes. There are painters, sculptors, musicians, and carpenters, engineers, architects, ballet dancers. Some sing in the churches, some sing in the bars. And oh yeah, there's a poet or two. Creativity courses through the veins of so many in the family. It's a way of life. My one cousin's son is a welder who makes elaborate sculptures in his spare time. There are piano and guitar players, songwriters, Irish step dancers, and graduates of the fine arts. Another one of my cousins took the inheritance one step further. His passion translated into the activism. A talented artist, architect, and musician in his own right, Johnny devotes himself to nurturing the arts of his community. He repurposed an historic church in an effort to keep talented young people in his hometown. It provides free access to a studio for local artists. He also holds performances of songwriters and musicians from across the South. I think of Johnny and my grandfather and everyone in between. It feels good to be part of something larger. For so long I've been on the receiving end of art, but as a teacher I've tried to push my students toward their creative sides. Art helps us see the world we live in. Art opens up the pores, sharpens the senses, and compels one to notice everything that crosses its path. Here in this place, art fulfills a higher purpose. American art, literature, and music are forces that can move us toward self-understanding. But in our noble efforts to tell the stories of great change in the world, wars and depression, revolution and oppression, liberation and occupation, mass migrations and convulsions within or without, we often smother the lives of the individuals. History loses its humanity. It takes on the appearance of an irresistible natural force resembling an earthquake or tornado. Art reminds us of our humanity. It puts faces back on the characters and breathes the human spirit back into their bodies. Historian Shelby Foote spoke of a paradox proclaimed by Oscar Wilde that nature imitates art instead of the other way around. I can't help but agree. Once the painter saw colors and shadows, he said shadows took on colors for the first time. I've loved the ocean all my life, but Hemingway made me see the countless shades of green and blue. Pat Conroy once spent a page and a half describing a moonrise, and after reading that, I don't think I've ever been the same. 
Art and literature help us see the world and at times can lead us to places we never dreamed we'd care to go. Although Thomas Jefferson was certainly a creature of the new world, a product of the new beginning free from the old ways, he loved the culture of Europe. He loved the music, the philosophy, the poetry and art. But Jefferson saw it unable to improve the human condition. Europe, in his eyes, was a land of eternal war and tyranny. Maybe European art served too much as an escape, as a place to run to, to avoid whatever monster was coming down the street this time. A flight from the ravages of hatred and greed. In contrast, American art, literature, and music don't serve as an escape, but as force that moves us towards self-understanding. I think I said that already worth repeating. Perhaps American art is not as great as European art, but maybe it is. But there is an edgy authenticity to it that makes it ours. It's with us every day as we're walking down the street. Through our art, we can see ourselves. With Thoreau or Whitman, Emily Dickinson or Billie Holiday, Bob Dylan, John Coltrane, Bruce Springsteen or Louis Armstrong, we discover the fabric of democracy. <laughs>